Welcome to the Man Cave Podcast, where your hosts Bryce and Lewis pour up a couple of drinks and discuss everything relationships from dating to marriage while sharing their personal dating and marriage stories along the way. Now toast up, ladies and gents. Let's get to it. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Man Cave Podcast. Uh, I'm riding solo this week. My buddy had an emergency with the children, so it will be just me today. I'm um, sorry for you people that come here to hear his voice, but I sound sexier anyway. So <laughs> tonight on the show, we have um, C.A. Knubel, it is. All right. You go ahead and uh, introduce to the people who you are and uh, you know what you're about. Sure. Uh, my name is C.A. Oh, Knubel. I can't hear you. Ooh. Okay. Good. My name is C.A. Yeah, Knubel. Okay. I have a kid, so I try to mute in between. Otherwise, you hear in the background, like, you're dog water, because he plays video games. So <laughs> my name is uh, <laughs> C.A. Knubel, um, an author, a mom, obviously. I am also a business owner. I have a million things going on, honestly. Author, comedian, podcaster. I just like to be wow. considered just a public figure because I don't fit in one particular niche, you know? <laughs> <laughs> okay okay yeah i noticed with the email i was like oh fancy at, at canoeble.com i don't have one of those i don't have a net mancave.com yeah but uh <laughs> i guess i'll figure it out eventually so um yeah i saw you're a comedian i know you had the um i'm i know i first noticed you on pussy talks um and i was like oh that looks like a fun place let me i want to get on there and i got on there one day but i was listening to stuff you were saying a lot because you sounded like you kept it pretty real. And I, I was like, oh, shit, she's the shit, huh? Thank you. <laughs> so <laughs> is this whole on the go, the whole talk, is that like, is that real? Like, are you like, that's no other way to ask, are you like a real life hoe? <laughs> or are you just, you know, riding the wave or something? Well, I'm not a hoe or some hoe. <laughs> I am the hoe. And this is oh, okay. my life. Um, okay. I originally wrote my book called the ho handbook which is just a guide on how to please and be pleasing it doesn't necessarily have to do with sex there is some stuff in there but it was more about communication seduction and how to be pleasing to yourself and the others um because hoes are top tier so <laughs> okay so i was wondering because you know us as guys we think we call a girl a hoe she's a hoe whatever all the time what is your definition of what a hoe is exactly well a hoe is looked at as a derogatory term in reality, mm -hmm. there's nothing derogatory about it. You're either a hoe, a whore, or a slut. That's it. Hmm. Hoes are like refined sluts, to make it simple. Basically, they still are promiscuous. They're not into relationships and stuff, but they're selective with who they sleep with. They usually have a roster. It's hard to get on that roster, and it's usually a lot of hoops to jump through because they have really high standards. Wow. Yeah. I guess I've been lost on the definition of a hoe then for my, my 34 years. You're not the years. only one. Not the only one, I promise you. Oh, damn. Yeah, I got a lot to learn. See, Lewis, you should have been here. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so do you, um, I guess, do you use that a lot in your, like, your stand-up? I would assume having a life like that can really add some nice content for your, for your comedic stand-up. I mean, I mean, I do and I don't. I have three 45-minute sets that I wrote out. You know, one is a hoe stand-up set, and one is a mental health set because I am crazy. And then one mm. is just about being the youngest of three girls. Um, one of Irish triplets for each 15 months apart. 
it was as horrible as you think it would have been. So, <laughs> yeah. I um, I know you speak about the mental health. Uh, I'm bring up something a little might be a little tough for you to talk about, but I was listening to something you um listened to one of your podcasts the other day. The um, and miles to go before I sleep. I think it was. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was deep. It was kind of hard to listen to, but I listened to it straight through. Thank you. Um, I can't. <laughs> I list. I I wanted to turn it off at one point. I was like, "Why am I listening to this?" And I'm like, "But it's like real, though. I mean, it really it was re- some real, real shit. It had me like, well, I got to one point of it where you were describing the, the fear and uh, the knife on the belly portion and yeah, just little things you were really explaining the details on. And I was like, "Wow, like, I mean, I'm the whole time too. I'm thinking she's tough as shit for even." telling this story and even tougher just for putting it out to everyone like that i mean yeah how was it for you to do that and how has that affected you right now in your adult life so um it wasn't easy to record to be honest um it was just kind of a day where it was the two-year anniversary of my younger sister's death i was not having a good day to say the least um Mm -hmm. And I was like, I already feel like crap. And this had happened to me 13 years beforehand. And I told nobody. Um, but right before then, I had went on somebody's YouTube page to talk about it. And she just kept diverting questions and just making it not how I wanted my story to be put out. So after that, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to put it out myself on my own platform. Because I don't want anybody to tell my story other than me. So even though it was hard, I still, I can't listen to it. I can't do it. I, I really, really, yeah, I can't do it. Um, Cause as hard as it was to record, it's even harder for me to listen to, but it felt great after, honestly, cause it was just mm. like, cool. It's done. We're done. You know? Right. I mean, just in hearing the ending of it, of how you actually got away, I'm like, wow something that little that's yeah. what saved her life what you said it was crack crack like a footstep or something like that yeah it sounded that's... like someone was coming and he took off yeah and how you explained at the time too how that's all it took was was that you could have threw a rock you said yeah and that you probably would have got away a lot sooner that's that's, that's ridiculous when you start I like thinking about think those little like things. that but i don't really believe that's true you know um <laughs> I mean, that's what I would have thought at the same time, too. Like, maybe I could have tossed a rock or, you know, I while he had his head turned, I could have stepped on something. And you never know. Any little thing would have scared him off. He was that quick to run away. You know, that's that's ridiculous. I can't imagine what that might have felt like. I can't pretend to or even fathom it at all, how to be a woman and feel like you got no power in that situation. I think it's it's harder for me to especially now looking back at it because I took seven years of Muay Thai. I could have killed that man with my bare hands, but I didn't. And to me, like looking back, I'm like, this makes no sense. Why did I let that happen? You know, not that I didn't fight back or anything. I did, but like in those end moments, I would have just like, if someone hadn't come, I would have been dead because I barely fought back. Like I had nothing in me to, to do it. And it makes no sense to me, you know? I try to rationalize yeah. it like, and I talk to my therapist about it all the time. Yes, I am in therapy, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, but <laughs> hey, we all we all need a little bit of therapy. I we all need it. 
we all need a lot of therapy to say mm-hmm. um but when i talk to my therapist about it you know i i kind of come to the understanding like it, it's just accepting that in that moment no matter what i say i could have done or what anybody feels in any of those moments that they would have done you couldn't because once you have a fight or flight your brain kind of shuts down so your normal reactions yeah. or behaviors it's not going to be the same so it's funny how we we go to we'll take boxing classes we work out in the gym we'll we'll train with a gun and carry a firearm but you don't know are you really going to be that quick to pull that gun out when it comes time because i know i carry a gun but the last thing i want to do is shoot anybody i don't want to fire i don't ever want to have to fire around i and my whole my whole plan how i think it's going to go is i'm just going to point it at them and they're going to stop but what if i actually have to pull the trigger what if they actually come try to take my life am i willing to take theirs you know so i i can understand i don't think i would act tough if that shit happened in real life either i mean i mean where i'm at now i do carry a knife or a gun you will go on a t-shirt i don't care <laughs> <laughs> i'm not a shoot first ask questions later like i gotta really feel threatened but like you're going on a t-shirt so make your peace with whatever god you got that's it <laughs> I know you say, uh, so you're a comedian. Um, do you listen to, um, have you ever heard of, um, what's her name? Taylor Tomlinson. I love her. I love uh, her so much. That bitch is the best. Oh, man. <laughs> the fucking best. I went to see her in Boston um, last month, and it, it was fucking funny as hell. I couldn't stop laughing. Her jokes are just so beautifully crafted. Yeah. And that's what I love. You know, how you could say something, especially when it comes to mental health, that's not easy to make jokes mm. about. It's hard. It's got to be real well-crafted. Yeah. And she does it so effortlessly. Obviously, I know as a comedian, there's a lot of work behind that, fine-tuning, practicing, going to open mics, yeah. running material with by people to, to make it perfect. But she just makes it look so effortless. I, like, almost really hate her does. for it. <laughs> like, I really do. <laughs> like, uh, that's why I asked you about the, uh, your life and how it contributes to your to your uh, comic uh, ability because I know she jokes a lot about her mom being dead and how she don't think she would be as funny if her mom wasn't dead or be a comedian even. I'm, that's crazy to think that, but I'm, I think yeah. she's absolutely right. I mean, honestly, for me, what I like to call a grippy sock vacation, it's kind of like a rite of passage to be a comedian. You have to have some kind of crazy or trauma or mental institution trip in order to be really funny. So I can see that. I can see that. <laughs> And that, that's why I asked you that question. <laughs> but um, so back to this whole stuff, because it really <laughs> it really catches me. But how do you so do you not do you believe in relationships? You believe in love? Do do hoes date? Do hoes have boyfriends? Do they want to be married? Like, uh, I mean, it, it kind of depends on the person. It's different for everyone. I consider hose in the way that we have rosters and stuff because we're the in-betweeners when you're in between relationships you know when you're not with someone these are the people that you get with these are the people that you are playing with that's your roster it's not to say that hose don't have relationships or that love doesn't exist like for me personally i don't have time for it i'm just keeping it real and mm-hmm. i'm not betting someone half my stuff that they'll love me forever i am extremely irritating and mentally ill so <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you got to keep it one honor with yourself, you know? I, I agree. I agree. So I got to ask another question here. 
Yep. What is, because <laughs> I feel like guys will be thinking it, because I know it's something I was thinking when I was watching you on the other show. <laughs> what is the most hoish thing you've done? Uh, I used to be very toxic. Let me, let me think of something that's not toxic. I mean, I wouldn't even say like the most hoish thing I've done just because everything I do is kind of a little hoish. <laughs> um, I don't, I don't even know if I have an answer for that. Oh man, honestly, is it just so many reels running through your head, or what? <laughs> well, I'm thinking about when I went to Vegas, but like what happens in Vegas clearly stays in Vegas, so I can't even say well, things well, like the that. The man cave is a safe place. <laughs> this is a public place. <laughs> uh, <laughs> really, I'm sorry. I don't think I. I don't even know offhand. Oh man, I literally feel like everything I do is a little bit hoish. So, what? So, what is these? What are these little normal things you do then that you consider hoish? Some of them are kind of toxic. I'm just giving you a heads up. Oh, um, that's, that's, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> so, I literally save people based on what I think of them. So, if I think they're like broken, annoying, I will save them as broken, annoying in my phone. <laughs> huh. Or all like there's uh, most people don't know that's been in your contacts. There's like a little area where you can put in details about a person in their contact. Mm -hmm. I will literally put like what's good or bad about them and whether or not they're in the roster, out of the roster, and what number they are in the roster. Wow. Yeah. I had a girl once. Um, that's funny how you speak about the roster because she used to tell me she wanted me on her roster. Well, she called it her team. She had her team of light skinned boys. She loved light-skinned boys and i was light-skinned with the with the hazel eyes so she was more in love with me <laughs> and she was just she was fighting very hard to try and get me on the squad i'm like i really don't want to do anything with you though you do too much like you you come back and tell me your stories like i don't know if i really want to get involved <laughs> in that like i hear the things you tell me you're doing so at least you kept it 100 that she wanted to get in the starting lineup hey I appreciate, and I told her, I appreciate that. I appreciate the fact you're being up front. Like, you letting me know you got a team, and you letting me know, like, if I, she's letting me know, if I get on, I'll be number one, you know? <laughs> but I still don't want to, like, nah, I, I just can't do it, though. Sorry. But yeah, she had a, oh, you're fine. But yeah, she, she had, um, she had a roster of three guys, she said. One was some guy that was in and out of a relationship, and, uh, Two guys were these were these same guys that roomed together, which I thought was very, what is that, hoish or sluttish? <laughs> That's sluttish. That okay. is sluttish. <laughs> <laughs> so there's the difference between sluttish and hoish. Yeah. Hoes don't like mess. When you have a mess, your message gets lost in your mess, and you forget what you want out of the situation. Okay. Two so people in the same house, messy messy but they but they knew it though they i don't knew, know they knew that they they knew that them two were doing it she like she told me yeah i i fucked one and i told the other guy he can come in now and he can he can go is that so that's that is sluttish i'm sorry <laughs> no shade no shade do you boo but that is sluttish <laughs> yeah she wanted she wanted me on the squad uh, but I, I i couldn't make it happen i couldn't make it happen I probably wouldn't join the team either, to be honest. <laughs> so your difference here is hoes have standards, pretty much. 
Sluts don't have standards. If they can get some dick, they want it. Anyone, anywhere, anytime. That's a slut. That's a slut. Okay. Gotcha. All right. See, I, I wouldn't thought of it that way because the way I look at it, I, I, and I know I would say a lot of men, they put hoes and sluts in the same basket. You're in the same group. Yeah. If you're with the sluts, you're a whore. And if you're with the whores, you're a slut and you all go together. So, because I would look at a hoe like a hoe gets down anywhere, anytime also. If she's a hoe, all she wants is a guy. That's what I would think. So I'm approach her. I'm a guy. She wants me because she's a hoe. Not necessarily is what you're telling me. Yeah, that is not necessarily true. <laughs> it's kind of I like if read, you're at the bar. I read the whole handbook. The, the slut is who you're going to leave with at 2 a.m. Hoes left 1130 because we have jobs. Like, you know what I mean? We're not even there by 2 a.m. <laughs> we're not the ones that you're picking last. Like, we're like, grab it while we're here because we're out, you know? So how does a hoe want to be approached? Should I approach a hoe the same way I approach a woman I really want? Or should I rework, change my phrases, change my uh, approach? Like every other woman, it's different for each person. Some people like to be approached. Some people don't. I do the approaching, so. <laughs> oh, you ain't, you ain't fucking around. Yeah, I'm not waiting for nobody. <laughs> like, don't buy me a drink. I'm not friends with you. Like, you win it or oh. not. Because I don't, like, take people home with me. That's not how I do things. Because I sign NDAs and I have agreements that I go over with my roster. There's, like, a whole Damn. thing beforehand. So, you got to be You're really fucking... dedicated to get on my roster. I promise you. You're fucking legit. Yeah, but I think everybody should sign an NDA. People will be like, I'm crazy when I say that. But when you think about it, you're sending pictures, you're sending text messages, personal things that you don't want other people to find out about. And women are vindictive by nature. Okay. You ever mess with a chick and you're like, oh my gosh, she might put my wiener on the internet. Like, I never have to worry about anything like that because we signed an NDA. You put anything we have in this conversation or say anything to anyone about what we've got going on and I catch wind about it or have proof of it, I'm suing you. So, yeah. Damn, you're, you're, uh, you're on your shit. <laughs> <laughs> you're talking some shit. I, I ain't never heard from any other female, so. Yeah, that's okay. I hope you will uh, by next year. <laughs> so by next year, I'm hoping it's a, it's a norm for people to, number one, yes, have an NDA, but number two, have an agreement because it's so important to have it it's not like sign your name on a dotted line it's literally just this is what i went out of it this is what you went out of it these are my red lights my yellow lights my green lights these are yours this is what we don't want yeah let's keep it pushing because if it doesn't match what's the point so you're definitely the woman that's going to want to sign a prenup when she gets married it depends on how funny i got if i'm broke i don't care <laughs> <laughs> i mean is marriage something hoes do yeah you could be a hoe for everyone or a hoe for someone's son. You're still a hoe. Hmm. Yeah. All right. All right, then. He's writing that down. Oh. It's like, oh, fiance. Uh, I'm, lo <laughs> I'm looking at some of the bullet points I had on my uh, phone here to make sure I don't I don't miss anything I wanted to mention to you. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> uh, where am I at? I'm not wearing my glasses. It's very tough. Because I don't want this light reflecting in my eye. <laughs> so how long have you been doing the podcast, Ho on the Go? And what's your what was your mission or your goal with this podcast? 
So when I originally started the podcast, I think it was in like May of last year, it was because a friend of mine reached out to me and was like, hey, I never listened to a podcast a day in my life. Like I never even knew what it was. I read books. Like I don't watch TV or movies, so I don't have anything to do with that. But he was like, hey, I need a podcast for my network for a comedy. And I'm like, okay, we didn't even have one to go. <laughs> and I did. And it just, I ended up parting with them after my third episode, just for whatever reason, and launched by myself. And I actually just renamed it um, because I got some feedback from a couple of corporations that didn't want to sponsor because of the name. And they were like, wow. we don't know about the name. Hell, I'm like, cool, I'm going to name it just a tip. And they were like, that's still kind of, a, I'm like, it's only an innuendo <laughs> though. It doesn't say hell. And it did work out better for me. So I'm actually, that's why a lot of my episodes were taken down. I actually have 32 episodes in total. I took them down because I just got my new theme song and I actually used to go live. I never edited anything that I did. I just kind of went live, rocked on with people that I interviewed or just had with. Um, so now I'm going back and actually editing those episodes and cutting out the fat, so to speak, um, and just making it more clean cut. And then I'm going to launch them back again probably this week because I'm almost, almost done. Oh, nice. Because I, I was like, um, I went to try to listen to some of your material early in the week once I knew you were going to be on because I, I want to try to know you. A little better and i was yeah. like there's nothing on here but and the mouths go before we sleep yeah and then some some previews and i'm like well this one was good though i mean it was some deep shit yeah <laughs> there's only one so that's all i got to get from you and what i the the vagueness i could remember from from pussy talks but so much was going on over there i can't remember all that either but it's always so chaotic i love that and hate it i really <laughs> it's always so chaotic <laughs> I was on it last night. I thought about it myself and I was like, nah, I can't. I gotta, I gotta work out. I gotta go to gym. So I couldn't, I couldn't do it. But yeah, she, she's crazy over there. She's wild. I I enjoy the energy. I really enjoy the energy. I'm going to get back on there one day when I can (laughs) get my schedule correct over here because this is ridiculous. But yeah, I thought holding the go was very catchy. Thank you. And then I was like, then she comes up with just a tip. And I'm like, that's catchy too. I like that shit. Yeah. So nice. I, yeah, this, this, I like it oh, because ahead. I'm still considered the hoe on the go in comedy. Like it's on the back of my t-shirts. It's who I am. It doesn't matter whether or not it's the name of my podcast. People know me as the hoe on the go. So mm-hmm. that was fun. I have merch in my shirts say like honorary homie with the H-O-E. And then I have shirts that say be a hoe and make me proud damn i love you're it. living this shit you're about that life i, I, about I that love life. it yeah i fucking love it <laughs> i um i know we just started four or five months ago so we're still we're still out here hustling i can't i can't dedicate it dedicate that much time to it as i want to just because of the work the gym the kids and when i do this i don't edit it because that takes more time and then i'm trying to like do video stuff too so i can get a youtube going so it's like i can't i'm there's only so many hours in a day and there's only one of me yeah (laughs) um i don't i haven't really taught my partner how to do it all yet so it is just me doing all of it with the accounts and the cameras and all this shit but 
hopefully I can get it to that point because we talk about getting our merch and shit, but I want to, I want a new image because I don't like my image that's on. I don't like the uh, thumbnail I got. I want something more clean and modern and you know, that's, that's how I want it to be. Yeah. But I'm getting off topic. But anyway, <laughs> um, does Ms. Owen go have a man now? Oh, how many people are on your roster at any given time, actually? So my normal roster, my normal roster is two men and two women. When I say that, these aren't people I'm like, all right, you're Tuesday, you're Thursday. It's not like that. A lot of my roster members travel. So it's like, okay, they'll be in town around this time. That's when me and them are going to be together. Or, you know, this person will be on this time. So cool. We'll get together then. There may be a week or so in between or two weeks even. Actually, that's a lie. A week or so in between <laughs> where I don't see anyone. And that's okay, too. You know, it's not. Really? Yeah. Sex used to be for a very long time, the very forefront of everything I did. But it's not anymore. It's not a necessity for me because I have a lot going on and I. I have my partners that I'm satisfied with, so I don't feel the need to like, you know, run, run, yeah. run around, you know, um, honestly, out of my roster members, there's one that I've really just been seeing the most. Um, just cause we mesh well. So <laughs> it's not a relationship by any means. It never will be, but oh, I was about to ask that too. <laughs> no, 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 no. We, but we both wholeheartedly agree. There's no confusion that we appreciate and respect each other. We're happy with the time we have together, but we do not want a relationship at all with each other. It would just never work. And that's just being realistic. Yeah, I would, my automatic assumption would be, ho, four different people. Obviously, there's a lot of fucking. She's got to be some type of sex addict, wants to fuck almost every day. Nope. Uh, what is, how are you not like that? <laughs> Like, so you obviously crave more than just sex. You want actual physical attention outside of sex, cuddles, or companionship. Nope. nope. Don't do that. Uh, nope. Nothing? Nope. Do Come you... in, do your job, high five, locker room, pat on the butt. Now get out. Oh, man. So it, so when they when you do meet any four any one of these four people, it is always just a sexual encounter? Yeah, except for, like I said, the one that I see, you know, more often than most. Like, we may have conversations, and that's about it. Y'all don't ever go to McDonald's, Texas Roadhouse or something, sit down and have a steak. No. No, 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 no. Strictly dickly. Huh. Strictly. Wow. Because oh. let's say we do go out to Texas Roadhouse or something. People mm -hmm. are going to see us out. It happens. It's inevitable. People are going to either post online or say something. I don't think people know my business. Mm -hmm. Period. So... You can come here or I can go there and that's it. Like you can grub hub yeah. Texas Roadhouse <laughs> if you're hungry, but we're not going anywhere. And that's not to say I haven't gone places with them. It's just usually like not at the dinner or something. Like I'll go away somewhere else, you know, it's a, mm -hmm. like a show or a different state just to go to do things, but never around my area. So, okay. Oh, Knowing what happened to you long ago with that whole incident, is does it make it tough to want to hang out with new guys on occasion or what? Or yeah. Go anywhere? Yeah, it does. Uh, this is going to sound so horrible. I don't allow anyone in my house that I couldn't kill with my bare hands. I mean, yeah. that's fair. 
it sounds like, whoa, but I mean, most people do. They just don't say it out loud. Would you bring yeah. anybody in your house that you couldn't kill if it came to it? Probably With not. my bare hands. I mean. If you had to. I'm just saying. There's probably been a few people in my house I probably couldn't kill with my bare hands. I mean, I'm not a, I'm not a big guy because I'm not tall. Yeah, I work out. I'm 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 strong for my size, but most of my friends are big, taller people. So I wouldn't necessarily believe that I can just take them down that easy. But that's why I keep my gun even in my house. That's <laughs> sometimes fair. my my fiance wants to know why are you why is your gun next to you? You're playing the PlayStation. I'm like I don't know what the fuck might happen. Here he is. <laughs> <laughs> I used to be like that with knives. I would literally sew pockets in my bras to hold my knives. That's Damn. how mentally ill I was for a very long time. Yeah, you can lose you can lose a nipple like that, bro. No, I sewed <laughs> pockets and it was a pocket. It wasn't like just in my boob. It was a pocket. Knife. Oh, okay, okay, and it was, okay. It's okay. um, soon. I'm thinking like a sheath type pocket, the blades exposed and it goes, no. right to which I don't know why I'm thinking. No, it's like a that. folded pocket knife. And it was... Yeah. I'm, I'm my, that's the tequila talking. Um, yeah. That's that Casamigos. Pulling like cleavers out of my titties. Like, nah, no. Hey, I, you never fucking know. It'd be some shit in these movies, man. He's going to be pulling knives out of everything in these action movies, bro. I am from Philly. I've but, seen some things, so I can concur to that. that <laughs> and that, too. You're from fucking Philly, bro. Yeah. Meek Meal. Stand up. <laughs> yeah. From back shots to gunshots is a love story. I pissed with y'all about that. Um, Totally off topic. How pissed with y'all about that Super Bowl? <laughs> Do you watch football? Here's the thing. We may have been a little disappointed. But trust and believe the way that Philly is, we were celebrating anyway. Because whether we won or I we lost, it. like we were in the Super Bowl, okay? People were climbing poles. And that you see it in the news. They really do go out and grease all of the light poles here whenever there's a big sporting <laughs> event because people do climb them. It wow. stops no one. It's a giant waste of time. But people partied for like two days straight even when we lost. We do not care. We're still running our running our mouths. <laughs> Jalen Hurts played his fucking ass off. He played a the Eagles in general played a hell of a game, but Jalen Hurts is one bad man. Y'all got a great quarterback for the next five, six, seven years. So yeah. they're gonna be back. I see him being back. As long as that man's healthy, he's gonna be back. But um yeah, man, it, it was great having you on here, Christy. I mean, you're crazy. I like <laughs> I like your energy still. <laughs> um you definitely straightened some things out for me as a as a as with the difference between hoes and sluts because I did group you all together. So I will be better at identifying my sluts and hoes from now forward. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Is there uh anything you wanna uh end the podcast off with? Tell them where they can find you, what's going on with you, social media. Sure. Um I mean, all of my links, my social media, all the upcoming things I have are always on my website cacanoople.com or like I like to tell people you can literally Google me. I worked hard for that. Um, <laughs> I have Google my you. waiting list up on my website for my book coming in June. And yeah, if you're in the Philly area, I do a monthly comedy show every second Saturday. Um, yeah, it's called the All Cap Comedy and Music Showcase. It's, mm -hmm. it's a good time. But that's, yeah, on my website's where I keep like upcoming shows. And I do sometimes go up and down the East Coast 
Um, I try not to go too far because, as you understand, I've got a kid. So he's not quite 21 yet. So I can't, like, take him with me, you know? (laughs) (laughs) So I try to stick close by, you know, New York, Delaware, um, Virginia area, Maryland. Um, And then I also have um, my mental health foundation. I started doing um, monthly luncheons where I bring speakers in that I've interviewed for my foundation to come and talk to people about mental health. So that's fun too. Good stuff. Good stuff. What's the name of the book coming out next year? The Ho Handbook. The Ho Handbook. I'm going to be on, is it going to be on Amazon? It will be. Yeah. Yep. I'm going, I'm going to be sure that I read the Ho Handbook <laughs> just out of curiosity more than anything. <laughs> A lot of people and, feel uh, the same way, but guess what? I've probably saved quite a few marriages with some of the stuff that's going to be in this book just by saying it through interviews and podcasts and things. So, yeah. Nice, nice. And just a tip, podcast will be coming back up soon as well. Yep, it should be this week, but I would just say next week to be safe because (laughs) I'm late with everything. (laughs) I'll be late to my own wedding if I ever get married. Just understand. Thank you. Man, it's it's kind of hard to pull that one off. I've been married before. I'll, but, I'll uh, make it happen. I promise you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, make sure you guys check out Just a Tip. Uh, she tells great stories and she always keeps it real. Uh, we appreciate you for coming on, CA Knubel. Uh, you guys, thank you for listening to the podcast. You know where you can find me at Man Cave Bryce or the Lopry Bryce on Instagram. Um, also, follow the check for the podcast on Spotify, Apple, Google, wherever you get your podcast. It was nice to have you, Christy Ann. We'll see you you around to the audience. See you next week. Peace out.